0: Welcome back to Olympic Size, the unofficial, unlicensed, unaffiliated with the IOC, True History of the Olympics podcast. I'm your host, Bridget Natale. Our lovely co-host, Sarah McSorley, couldn't join us tonight, so it's just me and special guest.
1: Special recurring guest, Frank Costello. Although, I do see Sarah <laughs> tweeting about the Olympics, so yeah. she's keeping up.
0: Oh, yeah, she's definitely keeping up. She's real mad that she could. <laughs> She's, like, real mad she's not watching this uh, or we have um, muted, so you don't hear it, but we have the uh, men's uh, long program going on in the background here, and we're going to pause. It might for...
1: undercut our ability to stay unaffiliated if you could hear the audio track of <laughs> the Fis Olympics in the podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the legality of that is, but it's also, I mean, the, the audio wouldn't sound very good, <laughs> no matter what. So... But yeah, uh, thanks for joining us. We were just kind of talking about everything that's been going on the first half of the Olympics, um, being with the opening ceremonies, which I still haven't seen all of because what was I doing? Oh, yeah, there was the film festival that I was. uh, There's a there's a big theater in town that does um, a film festival of all the Oscar nominated movies.
1: Yeah, I mean it is also that time of year, but the Oscar nominations this year do not have that sweet tiger. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Well, I'm just saying that's why I missed it was because we went to go see one of those movies. We went to see Three Billboards, um, and so I recorded it. But then I've been watching the games, so I haven't actually uh, I seen. Mean,
1: that's fair. Yeah, I mean, you know who won gold in the opening ceremonies? Yeah,
0: it was South. It was the United Korean uh, team coming in together, uh, and Mike Pence sitting through it like a. Douchebag, and uh, <laughs> they they're um, combined like what you call it anthem was some Korean folk song about how much they hate the Japanese. I mean, <laughs> like, it, mm, which is like fair. That's fine. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like okay. You I'm know sure. what?
1: If you're coming in as a group, you do whatever you want, you yeah. do you.
0: <laughs> it is also. I mean, Korea's history with Japan is kind of fraught. So, in <laughs> that. Japan's had a tendency to invade.
1: So I mean, I feel like there's possibly a lot to say about the folk song about anti-Japan, and then smash cut to Mike
0: Pence. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird. I don't know weird.
1: that I want to actually say anything.
0: They sat Mike Pence next to like Kim Jong Un's sister, which was
1: weird, right? That yeah, was a that, weird choice. The,
0: the, the, everything about it was weird, but maybe they just wanted both of them to be miserable. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Ooh,
1: I hadn't thought of that. That you know, might be the case.
0: I, I don't think Mike Pence is the most popular person. or I don't even know if he's still there. I do know that Adam rippon wasn't returning oh, his he calls. he didn't
1: uh, <laughs> walk out halfway through the first event for dumb publicity stunt like he did with the football game. He went We're a little bit off
0: topic. Yeah, or like when he went to see Hamilton and he walked out oh or something. That's, he has a
1: pattern, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he actually sat through all of the opening ceremonies. So um, good for you, Mike Pence, for... Not completely embarrassing us for a couple of hours. Mm. Mm. I mean, a little bit embarrassing, but not entirely. And his whole like Twitter storm about how Mike, how Adam Rippon doesn't want to talk to him, and how mean that is. Very weird. Well, <laughs> like, okay.
1: Definitely on team. Rippon I would for that. kind of love to see Adam Rippon talk to Mike Pence because he would probably lay into it and like.
0: Yeah, really satisfying win. Yeah. He, I think what he's been doing, like, because they were interviewing him, and he keeps saying, like, I just want my Olympics experience to be about the Olympics. And, I mean, this is a guy who, like, you know, he talks about how he's been working at this for eight years. He's older. He's, like, ten years older than the rest of his team. He, uh... You know, it talks about last or last Olympics it, uh, four years ago. He's like on the roof of Mariah Nagasu's house eating In and Out while they're like crying about not being at the Olympics because they're friends, and um, so so I mean, this is something that really means a lot to him. I mean, that's obvious. Like anything you see about him, and and Mike Pence, this had homophobic to be
1: there, unfortunately, <laughs>
0: this like violently homophobic yeah. piece of crap is. Trying to insert himself into it, like it's very weird. And so, in all the interviews I've seen where he's talking about it, he definitely just shuts it down. He's like, uh, "My Olympic experience is going to be about the Olympics." And I saw like one of these uh, NBC anchor people is like, "Do you think like this um, interaction with Pence like lifted your profile?" Blah blah blah. And he's like, "I got where I am because of me." And he like yeah, didn't I don't he wouldn't. Think my, yeah. well. He like, wouldn't even like, say Pence's name. Good. Like, yeah. Like,
1: I should stop saying it.
0: Right? We should stop. We're going cu- to fix that in post.
1: We just really just replace that word with something else, some sound drop, yeah, an like, open source <laughs> WAV file. I don't yeah. know what they use these days for soundboards.
0: So, but, yeah, um, it's pretty wild. Um, he He's great on Twitter. If you have a Twitter, I would recommend following Adam Ripon. Um he likes to put up he, he put up uh on his Instagram too he put up a picture that he had of him doing like a photo shoot I guess for the Olympics and he had something about well you were being homophobic I studied the blade <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: that's a deep cut that I'm sure Pence does not understand <laughs>
0: right the meme game strong alright so <laughs> um but yeah, and uh, w- while we're watching the the men's um, competition here, I think the the highest he was placed at any point was fourth, so he's not going to medal there. He did medal the the American team figure skating; they they got a bronze. So, um, and we were talking about that because there's like some psychology about medals that I always find interesting, and that they've found that. On the whole, I mean, talking averages, bronze medalists tend to be happier than uh, silver medalists. Because silver medalists always have that, like, oh, if I only did this, that, whatever, I would have gotten a gold. And the bronze medalists tend to be like, oh, my gosh, I almost didn't get a medal at all.
1: (laughs) They're just, like, up on the podium, and they're just like, I made it. I beat all of the rest of you suckers. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then silver, you're just like, I was so close. You know, um,
1: and apparently that's iterative because we saw one of the uh, super G skiers who came in fifth
0: yeah, uh, after, after
1: a really costly single mistake and what was otherwise a great run like, yeah. interviewing. And it's like, I'm that's- actually really glad I'm in fifth and not fourth. Yeah. If I had to come in fourth and implicitly, if she had to come in fourth because of that single mistake, it would have been like haunting
0: yeah and that was Lindsay vaughn who um is a great skier she's already an olympian gold like gold medal olympian um, you know one of the greats of the sport um recovered from some horrible injuries to uh compete at all and she has um, some other events um that she's generally stronger on so we may we may see her medal yet
1: i mean that would that'd be good she also went first in this event which i feel like is yeah the worst because at best, you set the bar too high for anyone else to get to. Yeah, it's kind of sucks for everyone. And at worst, you are immediately like beaten by the second place skier. Yeah.
0: And you know, just but but even if you're beat by the second place gear, you or the second in order, you still gotta wait at least two more to see if you're yeah. in a medal at all. <laughs> so yeah, it's a it's a waiting game, and it's a crappy waiting game. If you go first, and you're just waiting, that's it like you can't do anything else um but yeah we've seen some we've seen some really cool stuff uh i had a good time watching the skeleton yesterday men's skeleton scary
1: spooky skeleton (laughs) i'm pretty sure that song is public domain i'm allowed to sing that
0: yeah so yeah you i I think it is but i mean you're also allowed to sing whatever you want
1: oh don't don't give me that information (laughs) you're gonna regret this
0: so so I was watching this thing and they were they were doing a uh, <laughs> excuse me I'm a little froggy they were doing a uh, little profile of uh, the South Korean uh, skeleton uh, now gold medalist uh, young sung bin. Um, so skeleton is not a sport that's super popular in South Korea. I don't think it's terribly popular in Asia at all.
1: I don't think it's terribly popular with people who want to live through their events.
0: Yeah, I mean okay, we should we should say what skeleton is because I was trying to explain this to my husband it's the other day. It's called skeleton.
1: You know <laughs> right? what you're in for.
0: So this is done on the bobsledding track. They uh, you know, well, it's not it's the sliding center is what they call it, but it's the same track they do bobsled on. And Um, there's two uh, essentially sledding events that aren't bobsled. Um, It's just like you just have the little sled that you're kind of between you and the ice and there's no capsule around it like a bobsled is. Which had
1: to have originally been something like a warehouse transportation for crates that people started (laughs) screwing around with. Like this thing does not look like it was designed from the start to be a
0: you know what it looks like
1: recreational sporting equipment.
0: It looks like a boogie board with blades on the bottom is what these (laughs) things look like, you know, like one of those little things you like kind of paddle around with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Um, but it's a sled and luge is, which is L U G E, um, is when you lay on your back on this thing and you go down this track and skeleton is when you go head first on your belly down and it, That's a relatively new one. Luge has been a sport for a long, long time. I think maybe since the beginning and skeleton is a much more recent. I remember when they added it. I can't remember exactly when that was. I want to say early two thousands, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, but it feels like a sport where somebody
1: accidentally went down the loose track the wrong way and it decided it was awesome and I think we may have actually made that joke in the last recording because there's no way to get past the fact that that is what it appears to be
0: yeah so so it and you know in terms of I was saying where it's really popular I don't think these things are really popular anywhere but in terms of who you see winning medals in this they tend to like I think historically they've been like Eastern Europeans, Central Europeans, and then like Canadians and some some Americans. But th- like that's kind of where uh, the the Olympians from these sports tend to come from. So it's not it's not a super a uh, popular sport in Asia. So this guy's saying like he started training when they started building the place. I think is what he said. <laughs> I mean, he was an athlete in other things. Yeah. I, I so
1: he's like hanging around. It's like, let me check out the course. Oh, what's that course used for? I'll yeah. Throw it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how he got to it, but, the, you know, he was training there. And um, he was saying that, like, he wouldn't explain to people what he did. Like, if they didn't know what Skeleton was, he didn't bother telling them what he did or try to explain it to them because apparently every time he did try, they just didn't get it. Like, everything about this sport is, like, just incomprehensible to the people he was trying to talk to about it so he just stopped trying he is so good he's like phenomenally good he wears an iron man helmet
1: he which is actually a segue to something i was going to mention a bit later
0: but we'll, we'll hold that thought we'll get back to it because so these sports they have like differences of like hundredths of a second will be the difference between a medal and not a medal, like you know what I mean, like first yeah. and third or nothing.
1: Yeah, 22.16, 22.17 yeah. It's like, yeah.
0: oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so when and when you look at the leaderboards, if you go and look up what the the men's skeleton scores looked like,
1: it looks like a typo is what it looks like.
0: He is two seconds faster than everybody else. Everybody else, like, they had the little leaderboard up, and it was like the first. The top seven after the... He was the last one to go, too. Oh, time. no. Yeah, he was the last one to go. And they all knew, because he had been, like, blowing... He didn't even do all of his uh, practice runs. He did a couple, and he was like, that's good enough. Because he was so much better He's than everybody else. like, I got else. this. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't want to jinx
0: it. Yeah, and so they all knew that he was coming, and he was going to be the last one. Um, and, yeah, and, and it, he ended up being a second and a half faster than everybody else, or at least. Um, and... But at one point he was two seconds faster than the than the second place. I mean, which is a massive massive yeah, orders of
1: magnitude more so than you're supposed to really have at yeah. that course, right?
0: Yeah. Or like, you know, at that level. Um, he's just so good. Uh and from you said he was
1: from which sport? I'm not I don't think I knew that what? part. He he came from a different sport originally, I didn't, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't say what sport that was. No.
1: I mean that's just interesting. I think um Ghana is also running their first skeleton Olympian, if I remember, and yeah. that is also a someone who previously came from another Olympic sport background.
0: Um, yeah, I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch what he did. I, I think I, the
1: the Ghana Olympian was a previous track and field guy.
0: Okay, yeah, who that makes sense. Sort of
1: decided to pick this up as his winter game.
0: Yeah, and that's the same as um, oh God. I, I, I can never I can never say his name because it's like long because it's Tongan. But it's the, the shirtless guy from the opening ceremony. Yes,
1: the other, we skipped that. We jumped out well, of the we were talking about before him. before we, that's true. Yeah. And he basically pulled the same stunt where he just looks awesome.
0: Well, he he competed, um, I think it was today, um, in his event, which was a cross-country event. And he wasn't last. He came in like, he was like, Third to last.
1: Yeah, so like, it's still the Olympics.
0: It's still the Olympics, You're and still he's real good. yeah, it's still the Olympics. He's still real good, and that's I think still better than anybody expected a taekwondo guy from <laughs> uh, from Tonga to do. I mean, I, I mean that's one of those ones we're just finishing. And yeah, the Ganon guy he came in last, but I mean, you saw the ch- maybe you didn't see the footage, but the crowd was nuts for him. Uh,
1: oh yeah, because it wasn't like it wasn't like he's not good at skeleton.
0: Like yeah, he's no.
1: just slightly yeah. less good than the other Olympic skeletons.
0: Yeah. And and Which I assume no, is what they referred to it. Yeah, skeletoners. I don't know, skeletons. Oh, oh, we're going to pause it cuz uh, Hanyu is taking the ice That's and I want to see that. Shirt. Yeah, it's great. All right, I'm going to pause it. Um so yeah, we just watched the end of the men's figure skating program. We decided we we were watching Hanyu and then we're like, well, there's only like two more we're going to watch it. It was very yeah, so, good. <laughs> so so
1: listeners, while you were out uh, Japan is awesome <laughs> at figure skating. <laughs>
0: yeah and it was something i was saying um it's a it's something i have observed i have no idea why this is happening um but i was saying to to frank while we were paused that like i remember when i was younger um there were a lot more american men uh white american men i should say who were uh really good i mean they were talking about dick button he was an american i mean that was the 50s i wasn't that wasn't when I was a kid. <laughs> Younger,
1: <laughs> negative, <but>
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Scott Hamilton in the 80s. Um, there were Canadians. Uh, Brian Boitano. I remember Elvis Stoico. Uh, there were a lot of... Russians were very good. Like, And I want to say Germans. I mean, Evgeny Plushenko is one of the guys who kind of came after the Brian Boitano sort of generation. And then... Um, and it seems what, what we watched just now, like, even with the American team, were uh, t- of the three men there, one was white, the other two were Asian-American, and it seems a lot more Asian men kind of dominating the male- men's figure skating. And I, I don't know why. <laughs> like, I have no explanation. Like, I'm sure there's, like... I attribute
1: it to Yuri on Ice.
0: Yuri on Ice just came out.
1: It was like a year
0: ago. These guys have careers longer than that already. Time machines. <laughs> so, Yuri on Ice, for those who don't know.
1: <laughs> everyone knows.
0: No, no not everyone. <laughs> I can't say nobody. All my friends do, but, you know, there's other people listening. So, Yuri on Ice is a is an anime, like a, a Japanese animated show about a young man, uh, Yuri. I don't know what his mm-hmm. whole yes. name is.
1: his name is Yuri. Okay, That's I
0: don't nice. know his whole name. He has a Last name or whatever. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Who's a, uh, you know, figure skater. It's um, a
1: romance television show where the main characters are professional figure skaters.
0: Yeah. And um, he, he falls in love with his coach. And it became very popular. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it really popular in Japan? I know it's really popular here. Um... I know, you know, what I'm going to say, it's probably reasonably popular, because I have seen the Yuri There's a lot of
1: merchandise for it, and that stuff all comes from the Japanese market, so...
0: I've also seen video of, like, the Yuri on Ice Hotel and stuff like that, where everything's Yuri-themed, um, which, you know, they do for a lot of different things. They'll do, like, kind of branding of these things, but it's popular enough to, for that, so... Uh, but yeah, and so, um... Sh- was it Shomo? Was the the other Japanese skater came in silver? Simo, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Yuzuru Hanyu got the gold with like a monster score.
1: It was another one of those. This looks like a typo on the leaderboard, yeah. right? Like <laughs> yeah. he came in and it's like second and third were like two hundred and 297.8. and He's like yeah. three hundred and nineteen or whatever. Like okay. Well,
0: yeah. Well, I mean the the final scores were what he he still had three seventeen obviously, and I think Shomo got like 304. Five. No, no, no. 30, Javier got 305. Yeah, it was
1: three. They were all above 300 yeah. at the
0: end. Yeah. The, yeah, And I think that those last three were the only ones to score above 300. Yes. Okay. So yeah, and, and the way that that happens is um, one of the things is they combine the scores from the short program and the long program. Uh, so Hanyu came in with quite a bonus to begin with because he had a ridiculous score from the short program. Um, and that was what Nathan Chen, um, who did six quads.
1: <laughs> right, but well, that's the um, the
0: the American.
1: Um, that the was, was the like referring out the plan. Yeah, a new plan. I'm. There's no way I can win. This plan will land me in like. 20th place. <laughs> the plan is garbage. My new plan is just as many quad jumps as possible for the duration of my time limit.
0: And he did six. <laughs> Which is it's a very high number. <laughs> it's insane. It's it's insane. So Nathan Chen uh, was a favorite coming in. They thought he'd really give Han Yu a run for his money. It seems like he could have. He could have, but he, he pretty much, he choked in the short program, unfortunately. Like, I mean, you could just see it. He, he was just kind of crumbling in front of your eyes and it was sad because he's such a talented athlete um and i think that is what you really saw at the end of that long program because he screwed up in the beginning of the first of the sh- long program too he kind of bobbled something and he fell like the such.
1: first jump right? yeah,
0: yeah yeah he screwed up and then like and then he just started banging out quads <laughs> like it was unreal um so he ended up fifth but god did he earn that fifth place um but yeah it was funny because uh, one of my friends was tweeting about the, the Men's Shore program last night. And she's like, oh, their their butts could cut glass. And I was like, that's, that's not how butts work. But. No,
1: and also they have knives strapped to their feet that they can cut <laughs> glass with. Like,
0: but, it's not the I mean, optimal
1: tool at their disposal.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. But, yeah, uh, that was wild. That was that was a good show. So then we still have, so we, so...
1: Hold on, we got to mention Pukun.
0: Pukun. All right, so apparently Hanyu's, like, favorite... His,
1: his, not, gimmick's not the right word. Trademark,
0: maybe? <laughs> I think trademark's yeah. a good word for it. Um, he really likes when...
1: He's really into Winnie the Pooh, and people decided... What's the equivalent? Like, the stupid squids in hockey? Do yeah. you even have anything this cool? We kind of don't. They'll just, like, <laughs> throw Winnie the Pooh plushies onto the ice at the end of his routines if he does well. And in this case, that means hundreds of winnie the poos raining were, down under it, the ice
0: it was like flower petals it, but but winnie the poos the <laughs> like um, and they had these little korean girls like out there on their skates like trying to gather these up and like this mountain of winnie the poos <laughs> they're trying to get off the ice but before javier hernandez yeah, like, comes you have out like a minute like get these things backed away because the next competitor has to get out here and do it and um and javier fernandez uh was it fernandez or hernandez a Spanish skater, he did, like, Man of La Mancha. It was great. Um, but he, he he got the bronze there. Yeah, Fernandez. Not Hernandez, right. So. So um, pretty
1: uh, strong finish on the men's figure skating. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. yeah uh, pretty satisfying to watch, too, because I, I don't think... I mean, Spain's never been a real powerhouse of figure skating, and, and Japan's mm. kind of really coming into... I I expect to see... A real long time of Japan really dominating, um, in the way that maybe even Russia used to and doesn't anymore. Hmm. Um, that is kind of the impression that I'm getting from what I'm seeing. So yeah,
1: I didn't see OAR on the. They
0: were up the, there. There was that one guy who was up there for a while. Okay, okay. So, yeah, OAR athletes or Olympic, Olympic
1: athletes from Russia. Yeah,
0: Olympic athletes from Russia, which is how they're ha- they have to compete. Because of the doping scandal. I think
1: maybe the the professional figure skater might have been... Like, geez, is that a thing in figure skating? Like but private? professional? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go around, they do the performances. You can go see.
1: No, no, but like... So I'm sorry, my question was, where does the figure skating rank in the hierarchy of Russ's doping scandal?
0: I don't know. I mean, obviously, I was thinking about this because it's like...
1: Because I can certainly imagine drugs would help if you have to do flips for four minutes. Yeah,
0: yeah, those kind of <laughs> jumps, that's a lot of fatigue. You need a lot of muscle strength. Yeah. It's like you need to carry that muscle for all that time, too, which is wild. Like, you know what I mean? Because when you're really... This is why long-distance runners are real thin, because it's a lot of effort to carry that kind of bulk around. Muscles are dense. Yeah. And and you see the sprinters are the ones who are really jacked because they need all that fast twitch. They're
1: basically long jumping their way 100 meters to yeah, the finish line right. as fast as possible. <laughs>
0: right. Um, so, you know, in a, in a thing like figure skating, you have to be able to keep doing those flips and look pretty doing it for a long oh, yeah, time. Yeah, I guess
1: we should, we should also rank the shirts that they were wearing.
0: Oh, right? well, Adam Rip on one. I don't know the Oh you liked Hanyu. Hanyu's
1: shirt was really good. Rip on I would say solid second, if not first. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Hanyu did a very I would say Asian-inspired, routine, Asian-inspired costume. He was really kind of leaning into that, which Which was, I
1: think is great because yeah. he's Asian. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool <laughs> that they can use their heritage and not feel like it has to be Western. some traditionally Western like 1960s era olympic song yeah
0: no no i think i think you're right It, it was really interesting to see um and it makes for you know i think a better you know if they have if it's something they can emotionally relate to on some level for whatever reason it makes for a better performance
1: what should it have been Yuri on ice, but they only did that for the qualifier for the pairs skater. I don't. Know. It was oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you're saying this is not a hypothetical. Someone used a Yuri on ice yes, song right. this year for an Olympic. It was the routine. team. It was a uh, pairs.
0: It was the pairs. It was for the team competition. Yeah. Although they do the same routines for the team and the and the 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 the, same, the like individuals. So yeah, um, America did better with the uh, team. They got a bronze with that. I don't think they got any medals for pairs, and they didn't with the men's. the 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 team that won pairs it was a German team, and they keep talking about how these guys are like. I mean, like Adam Rippon, they kept saying like how he's like so old; he's twenty eight. Um, <laughs> so why I didn't have any quads
1: in his routine. Y-
0: yeah, I that, mean, that might a,
1: actually be the reason.
0: No, I think it is. Um, it, this woman who, okay, gold medal pairs, figure skating, 28, I'm sorry, I'm Googling it, because um, I didn't have her name right up here. Um, here we go. i it, to think of
1: a third search engine to make a joke about, and I literally cannot. It
0: was uh, uh, Ask Jeeves.
1: Isn't that powered by Bing now or
0: something? <laughs> um, Aljona Savchenko and Bruno Massot. Or Masseau. It was and I'm remembering it. They of Germany. They won gold, and and Sevchenko was like always a bridesmaid, never the bride. She was like she's like 35. She's been in like four Olympics. She's I think the highest she's ever placed was bronze. And in the short program, she. So the one thing with pairs is that you have to all have to, I mean you when you're doing the jumps and stuff you have to do the same. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And Maso did a double on one of their jumps that they were supposed to do a triple on and 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 you saw her ask him cuz like they're sitting in the kiss and cry waiting for their scores. Kiss and cry might
1: be a term you have to explain.
0: Okay, Chris, kiss and cry is you ever see the footage of the figure skaters sitting in that weird little like looks like a penalty box almost with their coach? <laughs> yes,
1: you wait here until we've judged you.
0: Yeah, they're waiting to hear their scores. They're there with their ju- their coach and maybe some trainer. I don't know. Sometimes there's like a lot of people Sometimes in there. Sometimes I feel like their
1: so gets to hang out. Like their family can come in. Maybe. Yeah, sometime. I don't it's know. It's really unclear who. Yeah.
0: yeah, but with these guys, it was just their coach. But I remember with like that French pair team that I really like. They have like a crowd in there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who those we,
1: were. These are all of our coaches.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of coaches. Um, but yeah, so they're sitting there and he just looks absolutely crushed and she turns to him, she's like, Did you double it? And he just nods and their scores reflected that after the short program. Um, but then they just their long program was so good. <laughs> like, it was just stunning and they, they won gold. Um, so that was' a, that was a good that was satisfying. yeah it team.
1: seems like there's a few of those uh specific programs I'm gonna have to go back and track down,
0: uh, yeah, yeah,
1: it's been a strong season in overall,
0: yeah, it's been a good season, I would say for figure skating um um we still have ice dancing to come and women's person, single.
1: person dress
0: yeah person dress
1: human dressades
0: it's ice dancing um you don't do horses on ice that's why it's uh, human dress right okay so yeah um but yeah that's all next week uh so they have the team already and then pairs and then men's and then women's and ice dancing is next week so so there's still some, some figure skating to, to come and then they finish out with an exhibition night where they just kind of do whatever they want to do and it's always always a good time plushenko used to do a strip tease <laughs> it was great <laughs> He had, like, this, like, fake muscle shirt underneath. It was ridiculous. Like, and that's when, like, Surya Bonaly would just do nothing but flips and, like, then flip off the judge. <laughs> like, all flips, all the time. Yeah. She... We'll get to Surya Bonaly at some point, eventually, maybe years from now in our. In the main program. In the main program. This is
1: supposed to be a podcast where we talk about. The history. Old Olympics. Yeah. History of the Olympics. Yeah. And we, well, we have it coming history up. History is being made, listeners.
0: Yeah. That's why we're,
1: it's that's being why we're made doing now. it
0: now. I figured we got to do our bonus episodes while the thing's still actually going on, because there's fun stuff happening. Um, Like, uh, what was his name? Gerard, the kid. Redmond Gerard. He's like 16. Um, They kept saying he was from Ohio originally, now he lives in Colorado or something. Yeah,
1: those are both states, whatever.
0: Yeah. He uh, won gold in snowboarding cross and, like, dropped an F-bomb on... Live TV. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, sufficiently live TV that it couldn't be fixed in post. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's not enough tape delay to remove that.
0: I guess not. Which is crazy. It's in Korea. Like, you figure even just the lag. They
1: well, to... but once it's on the yeah, airwave, you can't.
0: You can't, like, catch it. You can't <laughs> catch it. Well, it's
1: is it a light wave? I guess it.
0: I have no idea. You probably
1: literally cannot catch it.
0: <laughs> just go to admit out the there. Physics do not work. And just hit it with a hockey stick. <laughs> um but yeah so and i read that he stayed up too late the night before because he was binge watching brooklyn Nine Nine, and he slept
1: yeah in. this sounds <laughs> like a teenager
0: he slept in and then he was late to the competition and he
1: Just like every part of that is better than the previous part of that story.
0: And dropped an F-bomb on live TV. And then uh, Chloe, and and he won for cross, uh, not cross, slope style. So slope style, we're actually, we have it on TV now with the skiing slope style where they have um, this like obstacle course built of snow. Yeah, this
1: looks a little bit. Like the skiers wanted in on the fun, the snowboarders were having with their like SSX tricky nonsense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I what I don't it know is. About yeah, this. yeah.
0: So I mean, you can look at this. This I course mean, it is, looks
1: really hard and impressive to do. Yeah. But in terms but of being a sport,
0: when you look at it, it's like clearly this course was made for for snowboarding because it was based on skateboarding. Yeah. And then you have somebody on skis doing it. It just I looks mean a little weird. I, yeah
1: it's it's x games but with snow yeah. ice ice games
0: yeah ice games um, there's a better
1: pun in there somewhere i'll find it
0: yeah but uh and you know i mean speaking
1: of oh no but it is it's kind of like uh in BMX they have tinier bicycles and here they have tinier skis so that is something that's kind kind of cool
0: <laughs> yeah well do you want the shorter skis when you're doing tricks like this you don't want the big long like You 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 should get bonus points
1: for using the alpine skis, though. I'll just say that. No, no.
0: You know what? You want to have the real hard ones use the uh, ski jumping skis. (laughs) (laughs) Just
1: jump over the entire course. Like, he didn't do any tricks, but he did clear the entire course. We'll give him a bronze.
0: (laughs) Give him a bronze. Participation medal.
1: (laughs) Participation bronze. I don't know.
0: But, yeah, uh, Chloe Kim. uh, didn't finish her breakfast burrito, was tweeting about how she was hangry and she wanted ice cream while she was waiting. So so she had like the highest score. She did uh, slope style. No, she did half pipe. She went half pipe. But while she's waiting, she wasn't the last one to go. So she's waiting for the last couple women to go and see if she actually keeps her score. And she's like tweeting about how she's hangry because she didn't eat all her breakfast and how she wanted ice cream. And then it was like, I don't know. I can't remember who it was. It was like Haagen Dazs or somebody was like, or maybe it was Baskin Robbins. Was like, what flavor should we get to Chloe Kim and the the like cookies and cream one? So then, in her press conference afterwards, where she's like talking to all the reporters about what to go about, she's got this little cup of ice cream. (laughs) She's eating.
1: (laughs) That's. I mean, you gotta respect marketing at some level when they're just like, wait, guys, she wants ice cream. She's about to be in a press conference. Go, 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 go.
0: Right. I mean, I mean, like a lot of times I get really annoyed with the corporate twitter accounts and stuff but that one was cute. Um and then Sean White 31 won another gold uh his last snowboard like on the on the half pipe was That was insane. the uh
1: two consecutive 10 uh 1440s, 1440s so like yeah. math 4 times 360 carried yeah so <laughs>
0: You're a programmer. Don't you do this crap all day? I
1: literally do not need math ever <laughs> in my job actually.
0: <laughs> so yeah he, he his last run was incredible and he he was coming back from a pretty bad injury um, you can you still see the scars on his yeah. face from it like he wiped out in New Zealand and just screwed up his face he had stitches um, he was another one like Kanye where they weren't sure if he was actually going to compete um, and then the other thing was a uh, women's slope style uh, America won golden that Jamie Anderson which I missed completely so I don't know anything about her so I don't have any, like, cute stories about teenage shenanigans. I don't even know how old she is. So.
1: 32.
0: Yeah, she, I mean, probably she could not be, Probably not. that seems yeah, high. No. Sean White is, I think, one of the oldest snowboarding competitors. Um, and one of my friends was just shocked that he was 31. But it's like he, his first gold medal, he won when he was, like, 17. Like, and that was, was that Torino? I think that was Torino. Oof,
1: that would have been 16. Six, Four sets a month. I don't uh, yeah. That far back. Uh, yeah,
0: I think I think it was I think it was Torino. Because um, there was anyway, but yeah, and then in Sochi he didn't medal at all, so the he kind of yeah. had a f- fire lit to kind of get that. I think um, as a uh, what's it called motivation redemption was, redemption was, Yeah, I mean
1: redemption seems a little strong.
0: Well, to, like, I think
1: going from not winning an Olympic medal to winning an Olympic medal?
0: Well, because he won... He he had won, I think, two. Like, he won a gold and he, won a, he did again. How many... Wait, was that... I mean, I guess my redemption's right. not,
1: not wrong. I just feel like it's not really a transgression to have an off year no, in it the isn't. Olympics that you have to redeem yourself.
0: No, it isn't. Sense. But I think, like, I mean, there's, like, I think... When you get to a certain level, because Michael Phelps was tweeting at him about it, and and I think you get to a certain level where it's expected of you, and you mess up is, I can't imagine what that does to you. No, that watching. probably like, that
1: probably sucks.
0: Yeah, um, to where so, I do I mean, It's really
1: good. Like I feel like he probably feels great. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, back, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I don't think he owes anybody else the gold medal at the at the You're new right. Olympics. It's just strictly for his sake. I'm glad that he yeah. is like competitive again.
0: And he's talking about doing skateboarding because skateboarding at the
1: that's basically snowboarding with like less
0: ice, yeah, more <laughs> wheels. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but the next Olympics, was it was it's going to be in Tokyo, 2020. Yes, Tokyo, 2020. Uh, skateboarding is going to be a medal sport for the first time.
1: Oh, that I did not know.
0: Yeah. So, which is, I think, crazy to me that it's for the first time because they have all of these sports that are clearly based on skateboarding. And yet skateboarding has never been a metal sport. I mean,
1: skateboarding was really like anti-establishment as recently as the mid-2000s, right? Like, I imagine that it might not have been great for Olympic Image to pull in all these X Games. I mean, the X Games kind of branded itself as like, cool olympics right yeah. For people who didn't want to actually watch olympics
0: true so i don't know but uh but yeah i remember because i was looking that up i was like did tony hawk ever win an olympic medal i was like no yes no
1: seven olympic medals No,
0: he didn't because it was never an olympic sport or at least i mean it is now but he's yeah. long retired so he can come back he could he probably would do really well like he's <laughs> i mean let's although i don't know uh, you know, this is where I put in the music cue of losing my edge by, uh, LCD sound system. And the, the kids are coming up from behind.
1: <laughs> mm, music references.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I just earwormed a couple people at least. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, what else did I see that's cool? Oh, Skiathlon was crazy. So, Skiathlon is a, like, 18-mile cross-country skiing race, which is... It makes me tired to say that. <laughs>
1: cross country skiing is interesting because it's not as downhill as you would expect.
0: It's not very. It's cross country, right? It's like you, you go well, like, across the country. When you think of
1: skiing, it's basically like falling with style, right? <laughs> Except not if you have to go in a straight line across something that's not a ski slope. You took a lift chair up, right? You're right. Yeah. So it's. I feel. I mean, having not done it, yeah. I feel like it's way harder.
0: I have done it. It's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, you'll get a little bit of a grade where you can kind of chill out for like a minute while you're going downhill a little bit. And if it's if it's steep enough of a grade, you can kind of really relax, but not too much because you have really thin skis mm-hmm. and uh, you fall down. They need to be thin because you're
1: basically ice skating through snow on. Yeah, these things. Yeah.
0: It's it's rough. It's. Uh, we would do like five mile, I think. All right, or so maybe even like, less. That's
1: pro- like a quarter. If less than five miles. You are going to end up clocking in like a quarter of the yeah skiathlon. Just like just get four of you
0: and I, a relay. It was exhausting. It was exhausting. So yeah, so the eighteen mile skiathlon. So they don't do a start like where you all line up and then you go. You know, when the it's like a mass start where because like it, it's so long that like. A fast start doesn't really make much so difference. So
1: there's, I mean, there's a few different starts there. Like, you're you're describing, like, the sort of sprinter start where there's one line and a bunch yeah. of, like, a, basically a gun goes off. And then they all there's, bolt. like, you know, staggered starts sometimes for things where they kind of have different times that you clock out. Yeah. This is sort of more like the marathon or yeah. half-marathon start where there's, like, a big bullpen. Yeah. And everyone just kind of mm, wanders out because, like, whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, that's what it is because it's a skiing marathon, yeah. a skiathlon. It's a ski that's... That's exactly what they do, and this guy Simon Kruger fell like pretty quickly out of the gate. It was was it during
1: the actual start, or was yeah. it during the first set or two of flags? It was. I thought
0: it was like it was really it's, quick. It's close
1: yeah. enough to the start that there's. Like most of the pictures of the fall, you can't really see him because he's in this mass of people who yeah. are all leaving the bullpen,
0: and some of them were on top of him because they had fallen wow. as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, so he falls. He's a Norwegian, and the Norwegians always do really well at cross country skiing. Um, and he uh, he won by a lot. Like he managed to uh, get up. Well, once you're once
1: you're in the back, you get all of the best items. <laughs> That's a Mario Kart reference for anyone who's just a sports fan listening to this. But yeah, so... But now, as far as I know, there's no actual advantage to just straight up falling down at the beginning of this race. <laughs> so it is a pretty good story that
0: No, it's, came back in one. It's not... There's no benefit to falling. He was behind for most of it. He just kind of put on the gas at the end and, like, smoked everybody. It was wild. Like... I just kinda of had it on in the background and I was like, what what? <laughs> like <laughs> Because it's it's a long race. Eighteen miles cross country is is a long, long time. Um But yeah, trying to think the I was watching Snowboard and Cross today, which I we mentioned last time and I, I said I didn't know what exactly it was and then I saw it and I was like, Oh that's what it is. Snowboard Cross is I mean you were talking about Mario Party or Mario Kart.
1: Don't don't mix those two up. How dare you? <laughs>
0: No, I'm <laughs> You're talking about Mario Kart. Snow Snowboard Cross is Mario Kart. Like they kept calling it um, NASCAR on snow, and I was like, no, it's Mario Kart. So they have like this course that has all these obstacles that they have to like snowboard over, and they have six people on the course in each heat. So and they drop them from above. You drop ten feet down into like a little half pipe thing that you go through and then you hit the rest of the course every good
1: uh double dare or american (laughs) gladiators-esque obstacle course starts with some you know kind of absurd drop i mean yeah this this is another one in the vein of like this clearly used to be an x games right
0: yeah yeah it's just it's crazy um and then you see these like we were watching i was watching women's snowboard cross and like you just see these women like wiping out left and right and um the the American woman oh God, what's her name she uh was trying real hard to win, so she if you've ever seen uh a picture or footage of an American snowboarder who was like coming in for first, and she starts like cheering for herself, and then somebody beats her. <laughs> It was this this woman, and I don't know if you can hear, but my cat Gabby has decided that Frank's her new favorite. And no,
1: there's a cat purring, but we'll fix it in post.
0: Yeah, no, the the people love the cat. Yeah, I
1: just apply a uh, filter. <laughs> there's probably a filter for that. I just one I mean, of the interesting things. It's ASMR
0: about the, to hear the AS, cat purr. ASMR,
1: but in the middle of other podcasts, I'm not sure if that works.
0: <laughs> anyway, it was Lindsay Jacobellis. So um, so she ended up coming in fourth. Um, and so she kind of ra- – and, like, she's old enough that she- it's very unlikely she'll be back. So that's, like, her last chance. So she missed her first chance at a medal, uh, basically by showboating and not paying attention. And uh,
1: – Should have woke up late and eaten half a burrito.
0: Yeah, and then – but – you know, and, and that's the thing that happens with the Olympics. It's, like, the little things, like you were saying with Lindsey Vaughn and her little mistake that, like, just cost her, knocked her down a fit, yeah, yeah, yeah a medal. Yeah. So.
1: I mean, that wasn't a showboat. That was the first person on oh, yeah, the yeah. course didn't actually have a chance to know, hey, watch out for that turn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they knew the course. Yeah.
1: It's a little unclear to me. I feel like the uh, later skiers have an advantage of seeing everyone is struggling with this one turn. But yeah, you know, compensate for that.
0: That's true. You know the course, but you don't know the exact conditions yeah. until you get on it. Um, yeah, of course. Then we talk about little mistakes, but then like. Vincent Chen. Was I calling him the wrong thing earlier? It's Vincent Chen. Uh, mm. I might have called him like Jared or something now that I'm saying it. Those I'm like. names
1: are not. I, I don't have the ability to call you out if that was a mistake. I guess if you're calling him by two different oh, it's names. Oh, Vincent Joe was the one other guy. One of them must be wrong.
0: Vincent Joe was the other guy. That's what I was mixing them up. Uh, Nathan Chen is the one I'm thinking of. Um, Vincent Joe was the other guy. Uh, but Nathan Chen, who like made a lot of mistakes, but then just. You know, oh
1: yeah,
0: went hell for leather at the end of it. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's just there's just so many stories happening. That's one of the reasons why I like the Olympics so much. It's just it does also feel
1: maybe anecdotally that the Winter Olympics, um, you sort of see more of those stories, like all of these weird little sports that look like X Games. I feel like they're getting play on television in the Winter Olympics in a way that they wouldn't be in the Summer Olympics.
0: Well, the Summer Olympics, there's just so much more going on. Like, I I did the thing, when, I, when the Olympics come on, I pay for, like, extra cable so I can watch more of it, basically. Um, because in the Summer Olympics, if I don't do that, then I don't get to watch any of the ponies. Because all the equestrian events are, like, on, I don't know... MSNBC, Money, yeah, or and whatever. And the archery and X
1: Games are like the best part. <laughs> those horses get through these obstacle courses.
0: Yeah, and like you know anything, you don't see any of the archery or whatever. Um, but the Winter Olympics, there just aren't as many sports, is the thing. Um, so yeah, so you so they I mean, do I kind
1: of like the focused scale of that. actually.
0: Yeah. Because I was saying I've just been watching the NBC like primetime broadcast that they do, and I I haven't felt like I've missed anything that I was really really interested in. Um, the longer ski and skate speed skating events uh, tend not to ha- make it to the primetime, so if you want to see those, um, you have to like watch one of the side channels. But it's what like not curling.
1: That's what I'm curling wants to know.
0: Curling's almost exclusively on the side channels. They don't show a lot. I the did. Time. And this is something I should go back and
1: find. I heard. Uh, so, you know, secondhand hearsay here. Uh, one of the curling, I think throwers is the word, um, was getting frustrated with one of the sweepers and ran over and took a broom and started sweeping. Huh. Apparently, I, I, I heard that and I didn't follow it up to go look at the actual footage before recording this because that feels like it should be illegal.
0: I don't know. I This is the thing, because I was trying to watch curling. Where's our curling expert? That's Sarah. She's busy. Um, I was trying to watch curling, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, everything that's happening means something to the people on the screen. And it means something to the announcers. But the score is 0-0. Zero, zero. And I can't tell where any of the points are supposed to be coming from if they should ever arrive. I mean, a lot <laughs> of
1: sports have that problem, and you just don't realize it if you're familiar with the rules of the sport. Enough. Yeah. I will say, like, that's something that, and I mean, esports are dealing with this quite a bit right now. The the easier it is to watch and immediately grok the situation in a sport, the better suit it is as a spectator sport. Yeah. And I can't imagine anyone tried to, like... Um, to tune curling to be a spectator sport.
0: No, and I think like, I think it's one of those things where well, we'll see, this is what the problem I was running into with it was I was looking at things that seemed to me like it should reflect a score. Like there were these stones that are on these bullseyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and then they show me these little icons of how many stones they have left. And like, nobody has any stones left and they're all on these bullseyes. And yet there is still no score. And I'm like, Where, where did the points come from? Should they ever arrive? I don't know. (laughs) Like, it seems like this round is done and nothing's happened. And it's not like it's not like you know, watching soccer or something where you can tell they're trying to get the ball in the net and it's just not happening. (laughs) Like that, I can tell. You You
1: know, know it's boring when you watch soccer. (laughs) You don't know if the curling event you're watching is boring. They all seem <laughs> it's really inscrutable. into it.
0: Yeah, they all seem really into it. So I've never watched enough curling to really get how they score it. Um, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> well, we should maybe look into that or get our our curling back. expert. She
0: should she should be back for our wrap up, and so she can school us in how curling scores work. Um, and I can tell you all about the differences in ice dancing. <laughs> <laughs> cuz ice dancing used to be different. <laughs> uh if you watch Torvald and Dean's 1984 Bolero, which there's some low quality versions of this cuz it was, you know, 84 the 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 video we that had it,
1: cameras in it. We do,
0: but the the quality of the the video that still exists isn't that no, good. Oh, sure. sir. Yeah. Um it was like the best ice dancing performance of all time and the thing about it is that you can't do that routine. You would be disqual like you would be disqualified if you tried to do bolero now because the things they do aren't considered ice dancing moves anymore. They're too close to pairs. Figure hmm. skating. They they did a big rules change. When they when they changed how things are scored, I think they did a lot of restructuring of to make a clear difference between ice dancing and. Yeah. I'm always a little
1: suspicious of those sweeping rule changes. I feel like there's often a lot of this thing that you are better than me at is now against the rules. Thank you.
0: Well, possibly, but I do think like, I I get the point of trying to make a clear difference between ice dancing and pairs figure skating. um, Because otherwise why have two different sports, you know, if they're essentially going to be the same thing. Um, And Paris figure skating is very acrobatic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, They were calling it the X Games on Ice. No,
1: but we have that now. And it's called (laughs) Slopestyle.
0: Yeah, that's on snow. I mean,
1: mean, by the time everyone's done going down that mountain, it's probably pretty packed in. Yeah,
0: true. But yeah, so that's where they do all the lifts. That's where the, the, the girl gets thrown across the ice. That's, you know, all that kind of stuff. And... And they were kind of having, I think, a creep with it. Because all that stuff's so spectacular. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to watch that you are getting a creep of that in the ice dancing where, like, they were doing more lifts. Because you can do lifts in in ballroom dancing. Um, but they don't generally look like pairs figure skating lifts. Um, or last as long. But that's the other thing. A lot of these things, like, it can't last more than so many seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so... And I was making the comments about the 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 the, the costumes and I, I did when we were watching I was watching the team skating I was like I, I should make a, a, a kind of a clear division between what the pairs figure skaters will do versus ice dancing ice dancing they they do have lots of sparkly flowy things that they're wearing uh, because it's based on ballroom dancing and that's a lot of the costuming of ballroom dancing looks like sure. that too. I
1: mean, I'm tempted to say that I want to see the like hoops come back. The hoop skirts are like six feet wide. It's like how you can't even get close enough to this person to dance with
0: them. Well, that, that would disqualify you because you have to be touching. Ah. <laughs> you know, there's like a limit to how far, like ah, you
1: got the IOC yeah. rules.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like I was watching the, the, was it, the, 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 the American pairs, they're a brother or sister pair. You can, or not pair, I should say ice dancing couple. Oh, God. Now my keyboard's like not working. I'm trying to type this up so I can look up these people's names. Because I, I, I can just, all I can hear is Tara Lopensi calling them shibsibs. Sibs. Shib-sib- yeah. Uh, mm. And it's, 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 mm. ice dancing pairs. I, It's, it's, where is it? All right, where are they? They keep, oh, Shibutani is their last name. So
1: the Shibutani siblings.
0: Yes, Alex and Maya.
1: Alex and Maya, who are being referred to as the Shib-Sibs. Yes. Which is really horrible sounding.
0: (laughs) I guess it's their nickname. It's a... Bad nickname. I, I didn't like it. I heard it, I was like, ugh, but I mean I, I feel like it's a, if they hated it enough they'd get people to stop. I don't know. Um but yeah, so she was talking about them and um Oh and their costumes, they like I was watching and I was like, Oh you know, after I said that, like people were like, Oh, see they're not as strong. They are, they're just doing ice dancing, so the the kind of standards for costumes are very different. So
1: is this an unfair analogy? Ice dancing to uh pairs standing like speed walking to real races
0: <laughs> i wouldn't say that's fair because it's kind of de- like i mean speed walking's so goofy
1: yeah, I mean, what I just said, if true, is quite an insult to ice dancing.
0: Yeah, I, would, I don't want to insult ice dancing. Come at state. me,
1: speedwalkers. <laughs> Come at
0: me as fast as
1: you can, which is not that fast because you're walking.
0: <laughs> you got to have one foot on the ground at all times. <laughs> Wasn't it Sarah was saying, or maybe maybe this is a call forward because I think it might be on an episode we haven't aired yet, which is how, like, there's a lot of cheating in speed walking. <laughs> yes, I think I
1: have said this, and maybe, perhaps, while we've been recording something in the past, like... The primary competition of speed is how well you can cheat. <laughs> if you can run without getting caught, you will win at speed walking. That is what they are testing for.
0: So, uh, yeah, but I mean, that's what. There's so many more events in the Summer Olympics because you have crap like that. I don't.
1: I don't think speedwalking is an Olympic event, is it? It was. That is horrifying. I don't is know that still true?
0: I don't know. And
1: look it up, but there's a cat on my face.
0: I'll look up.
1: It's fine. I, we don't need to look up. We'll down.
0: worry about it in 2020 when we're yeah. covering Tokyo. Um, we
1: should go to Tokyo.
0: We should have gone to Pyeongchang. Yes. <laughs>
1: Let's go now. we have a three-day weekend. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um, God. Tokyo would be so incredibly expensive. I thought we could stay in <laughs> those little like capsule hotels.
1: You actually don't want to do that. I, we I might don't. go on a tangent if we start talking about, like, Tokyo, but...
0: No, I don't want to go on that transit.
1: surprisingly not cheaper than getting, like, an Airbnb just a little bit farther away from a train station. Huh. And really, I mean, maybe if you want the experience of a capsule hotel for its own sake, that's fine. But unless you are a Japanese businessman, do not go to a capsule <laughs> hotel.
0: So, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm Sorry. At least I'm fighting off this cold. Um, So, yeah. uh, Oh, so they they restructured a lot. And, I mean, if if you're not familiar with ice skating and you're trying to watch some of this, the scores might sound ridiculous. Because what they used to be was, like, you got between 1 and 10. And, um that you'd sit in the kiss and cry and they'd list, they'd show you what country judge gave you what score. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was very much the old, like the judges holding up the numbered placards. I'm doing like a gesture that you yeah. probably can't see. Right probably. probably. <laughs> I don't know what the technology of the future is, but, <laughs> but every sort of, you know, 9.6, 9.5, 10.0 is like the 10.0 yeah, in, in yeah. a sports movie. Like that is That's how what, it used to work. And now it's like, you get 250 points. Hits. Yeah. Like, what? What are they holding up right now I can't see it
0: yeah so what they they changed was so you would get you would get the score they would break it down too so you'd, you'd have your technical score and then your like artistic score and this was one of the things they always screwed over Surya Bonnelly with uh, because she was black and so the they' were all like so she's not as artistic and it was
1: by artistic of course we mean white
0: yeah they were <laughs> racist as hell is what it was i was like what was how old was i like 12 watching this and i'm like that seems wrong and my mom is like so annoyed about everything yeah. they did her. um but anyway uh i was
1: but they're over there and it's like hey don't call us for racism we'll go back to human zoos like that
0: <laughs> oh god no don't talk about the human zoos we'll get to those uh, in our regular broadcast we talk about human zoos at one point
1: it's not our fault the olympics had this not our fault
0: no it's not our fault kind of, i mean like yeah. Uh. We want to report on stuff that happened though, and warts and all. And uh, anyway, so, um, so yeah. So what they what they changed was it's a lot more transparent about where the scores are coming from. So it, they don't break them down by like what judge from what country gave you what, which was always. You always knew that the Russian judge was going to score everybody real well. it was nice
1: (laughs) to see them being transparent about that aspect of it. True. It would have been a little more frustrating if you just had to sit there and be like, I'm pretty sure that we're getting dicked over for politics. But being able to be like, oh yeah, that guy from that country, he just hates us. We expected this. It
0: was kind of like Eurovision with the political... and and gymnastics was the same way they'd have the same scoring system uh but they they essentially restructured this the way things are scored they did this with gymnastics too to make it less subjective and um harder to game for political reasons Mm -hmm. like that so you have your different um moves that are uh that have specific scores that like you essentially
1: c- pre-submit what you plan to do. Yeah. Each one of those things has a known and agreed upon score of what it will be if you accomplish it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you kind of just get a yes or no on each thing. Or if you, apparently, and I learned this today, <laughs> if you successfully pull off a move that's less impressive in place of one you said you were going to do, you get the score that move would have had. Yeah. And you just kind of lost an opportunity.
0: So, yeah, we saw that with Javier Fernandez and his... His long program, he was supposed to do, I think it was a quadruple f- toe flip. And did a triple. He did, no, he did a double. Double? Did, oh, double. Mm, that that's why... 10-point gap. Yeah, that's why it was... Te- it was, yeah.
1: It was like 1.6 instead of 11 or something like
0: that. Yeah. So a quad toe flip, I think is what it was, uh, would have been like a, an 11-point move, but he only did a double, so it was like a one point. So it's like, you know, they, he didn't. It's like, anyone it's like,
1: I could do that. Yeah. You know, like, I, that is false. I could not. <laughs> but presumably the judges yeah. have some
0: experience. I don't know how they find judges. I'm sure you have to know. Like I was saying. You like have I'm, to be
1: able to differentiate the moves, which is yeah. another thing that I really honestly cannot do.
0: Yeah. Like we're watching it and like I've seen the GIFs where they like break down. Like, and I know like academically that like, a triple X ax- or an axle is where you like when you take off, you have like your back, you jump backwards, right to into the jump instead of like forwards into the jump. Um, so you start facing backwards and then you do one and a half rotation so you end up facing forward, right?
1: Is that a question? Well, I, I mean... It, because I do not know the answer.
0: No, I mean, that's that's the axle. Uh, that uh,
1: sounds like a perfectly reasonable
0: distinction. So, so yeah. So, a single axle is you, you, jump, you jump. When you go into the jump, you're facing backwards. You do one and a half. You land facing forward. And then, you know, a double axle is you spin twice. Triple is you spin three times. And that's what makes it really hard from what I understand is that you do that extra little half rotation so you're not... Mm-hmm landing facing the same way you're landing facing a different way so you kind of have to your center balance moves which also means that you're now skating backwards which i believe from my
1: experience ice skating is impossible
0: (laughs) so yeah i mean we watched it tonight none of them skated backwards magic (laughs) it was all optical illusions
1: yeah smoke Uh, and mirrors and sequins pookoons and mirrors um
0: but yeah so but, you know, if I'm watching it on TV... Like, I know that academically. I know that's the axle. I, and I see somebody jump in this, the air and spin around. I can't tell you. <laughs> like,
1: I feel like we're really undermining our qualifications by describing how we can't differentiate we're athletic not, performances.
0: We're not claiming to be figure yeah, skating it's experts. Not a, it's not
1: a problem for me because yeah. I have no qualifications to be here.
0: I don't... I mean, I as... Like... And one of my qualifications is I look stuff up in books about old stuff, and we haven't gotten the figures. That's called yet. research.
1: Like, yeah, that's real legit, like physical book research.
0: Yeah, though. I am proud of myself not getting everything from Wikipedia. But anyway, um, but yeah, but like when I'm watching the performance, mm-hmm. I can't tell what if that was that a lutz, was that a toe loop? I, how many times did he spin around? I don't know. Like I can't like. So I'm not qualified to be a figure skating judge, that's mm. for sure. Mm. <laughs> but uh, Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir have been doing the the kind of pro commentary I don't know what the exact term is for what they're doing. They're like the experts. commentary.
1: Is I think just the catch-all. Yeah, I don't know that there's a there's a more specific type of commentary if you are an ex. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think it's color commentary because that's specifically for like sports where there's two teams (laughs) like I think isn't it I don't know (laughs) we're not journalism experts but yeah so they have they I mean they like they do with the Olympics they have like their regular sportscaster guy and then they have like or woman but it's usually a guy um, because that's the world we live in and um, and then they have like usually it's a former Olympian um, explaining what the heck this sport is (laughs) And, and
1: that's actually really useful too because then when they get excited and when the the commentary becomes excited then yeah. you know oh whatever's happening right now is probably really impressive
0: yeah but you also have kind of the the, the other person with them who's more of a layman who will like explain more of what's happening cuz what like a the novel
1: setup yes, for a broadcast.
0: so the expert is not going to explain as much because Generally, because they understand it so intrinsically, a lot of it doesn't occur to them like, oh, this is something I should explain, yeah. you know, uh, you know, it's like the boring detail stuff. But Tara Lipinski and Johnny Ware have been great. And they look like they just walked off the set of The Hunger Games. Like most nights, no, it's a compliment. They look like Caesar Flickerman and stuff. Like, Mm. I mean, you have to go back and look at photo sets. Like Johnny Weir's been wearing these like giant chunky. Oh, I've seen
1: photos of Johnny Weir. Don't worry. And
0: and Tara's always like matching him. And then they have like that guy with them. His name, I don't know, but um, he's like just. I think he just works for NBC sports. Like he's, (laughs) he's gotten paired up with these, these two. And it was on Wednesday, they were all wearing pink and he even had a pink shirt under his like sport coat. Nice. And they were all like, Oh, you matched us today. And he's like, I finally got the memo. Like, (laughs) like like they haven't been including him in their like dress up sessions when they're like deciding what to wear. (laughs) It's like, come on guys. So anyway, was that everything we wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, I mean I think there was a, a little bit of a question of you know first week's been very good. What's coming up in week two that well, we think is gonna be at the level? Like what's the top five things that you should should go watch, assuming this goes up over the weekend on like Saturday?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna try to get this up on Saturday. Um I would say women's figure skating is always mm-hmm. always good.
1: Figure skating's been very strong this year, as we discussed. Yeah. I'm hoping it continues.
0: Mariah Nagasu already made a triple axle in the team
1: competition
0: she's the first american woman to land a triple axel in the olympics she's the third female figure skater to land it in the, i think in the olympics overall. or maybe overall or it might even be in competition
1: overall in competition oh that's more impressive than i would have realized then i didn't know that it was that it's rare it
0: is rare for women and i think i think one of the one of the reasons is because we talked about how it like involves like a shifting center of like your mm-hmm. your your axis shifts because you do that extra rotation and i think i think it ha- i mean it's it's a thing that women in general struggle with and like oh you know, olympian high level women sure. like you know this isn't um you know best of the best and i think it might have to do with the center of gravity being so different I, I have no idea, like, what, why this is a thing that, like, I mean, because these guys we are watching tonight, they're busting out triple axles all over, and it's like the quads are what, like, there's, right. n- nobody did a quad axle, so don't get excited about that, but, like, the quad, <laughs> the other jumps, you know, um, the, the lutzes and the toe f- loops or
1: <laughs> But it's a flips. strong field for women's figure skaters as well, so, like, we it should is, expect yeah. pretty good performance
0: Yeah, and, um... Definitely. There's the Medyaviv, the the, the mm, Russian. Uh,
1: mm, she's, try again.
0: The Russian, uh, it's Medyaviv or something like that. It's, it starts with an M. She's like 16. She's got this like, all this like dark brown hair and she's got very big eyes. She's She's really cute. But she's... When she jumps and spins, she holds her arms straight above her head, either oh, one or both. That's not something you see very often. No, you don't. Because, again, it's that center of gravity, that's that center axis that you're spinning on. She just extends it and makes yeah. herself more wobbly when she does that. Arms, but then, arms
1: off to the sides are the primary way that you counterbalance like imperfections and however else you're positioning yourself. Right? Yeah. Like, they are your most versatile counterweights for yeah. the rest of your
0: and body. almost always you see them like holding their arms to their chest because then it's like well, a stronger... then you stronger, get to increase speed. Yeah, you increase... Right? Well, yeah, you have to. You have them. less
1: uh, physics, angular, I'm going to say velocity. That's probably not right.
0: But yeah, they, they usually hold their... I mean, men and women, they usually hold their arms to their chest. And the arms above the head used to be a lot more common with with men around kind of hmm. like the mid-century that was like a bigger thing. And that even fell out with men. Um, and we saw Han, Hanzu was doing it some. Oh, yeah. He did a couple. I saw him with his hands above his head a couple times. But this this Russian girl, she does it, like, every freaking time, either one or both, hands above her head. I, I have never seen anything like that from a female figure skater. Hmm. Um, so that that's exciting. Um, I think we have Men's Snowboard Cross still to go, so if you can catch that, I would definitely recommend it. It's a very, very fun event. Um so that's two. Uh, bobsledding. My toddler is going to be over the moon with all the bobsledding. That's his favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's his favorite. It's cool runnings, too. It's, oh, yeah. The, the, all the bobsleddings next week. So men's and women's. So yeah. the women, Nigerian women, are going to be bobsledding next week. The Jamaican We're women. two
1: in theaters next week, and by theaters I mean like NBC Sports, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um Gosh, I don't know. It's it's like the part of the, my problem is. I mean, like, we will
1: finish up Olympic hockey, which I'm yeah a excited to see the results for.
0: Yeah, yeah, hockey's been interesting. Because uh... I mean, was it OAR that blew out like eight to two on
1: someone? Last week or am I misremembering
0: God they were talking about it I will I don't think it was I wanna say it was Slovakia or something. Okay. Like I was looking at the standings and OAR wasn't that high. So I don't know. Like it's it's the men's hockey has been kind of bizarre. Well, uh,
1: the U.S. team is collegiates and they're still scoring goals.
0: No, well, it's it, they're like college kids and then old retired yeah. guys who just kind of do like European League stuff for like fun. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> thanks to NHL. Yeah. I guess it's way more interesting for us right now. And you know what it is? It's it's the old amateur stuff. Like this is amateurs was what the Olympics were supposed to be. So like all the pro athletes not actually competing. This is like what the Olympics are supposed to be.
1: I, mm, I mean, I guess that is true. I don't yeah. know that I ever agree with that that ideal. Like I, know, I feel like it, if you have the people who are good enough to be professional, that they should probably get to be on the Olympic stage, But
0: yeah, and it's funny because. That stuck through until the the com, the communist like the the Soviet Empire fell, and uh, then suddenly pro athletes could because like this is the thing the Soviets all of them were amateurs because none of them were getting paid yeah, technically. We
1: have, Soviet Union didn't have the best sport industry as far as I know.
0: They had they had like an incredibly dominating presence in the Olympics and in the World Championships and stuff, but technically all of them were amateurs. So you'd have these guys who because none of them got paid to to play these sports because they were communists. So none of them got paid. Like <laughs> technically. So you'd have that was what the whole Miracle on Ice thing was, because you had this team of college kids who were all from like rival teams too, so they didn't even like each other. And they go against these like they were all like officers in the Russian army, technically, and uh you know quote unquote amateur hockey players from russia were like these beasts <laughs> like they were impossible to beat because they were pros that's like yeah essentially but now those guys are playing for
1: the and they're allowed to go to the olympics
0: yeah yeah so so it's all like sarah was saying baby town frolics so yeah well check right. out check out the the i think it's like the only team sport too is hockey in the winter olympics curling oh yeah curling has teams and then like the pair kind of stuff with the figure skating. Uh, teams is
1: a bit of a stretch for paired figure skating. True. But, uh, but yeah, but curling, come on.
0: Yeah, no, curling definitely has teams. I was thinking because I had only seen the pairs. They they were doing mixed pairs for the first time, with curling, and that's all I watched before. I was like, I have, I can't follow any of this, so I kind of gave up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's not five what things. <laughs> Sarah, you know what? She has something to say. She can come and say it. Oh.
1: <laughs> Sarah, if you're listening to this for some reason, All right, so are it called out.
0: Uh, women's figure skating. Uh, I mean, I would say ice dancing, too. Bobsled, um, hockey, and curling. Those, those are the yeah. five. Are
1: we? Well, I don't know if any curling's left. I don't I just so have, There's
0: so much curling.
1: It's very good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Is there any skeleton left?
0: uh actually i want to say the women's luge and skeleton i don't think they had of that i think everything i saw was men's
1: yeah i can only recall men's skeleton runs so maybe there's women's skeleton and
0: there's pairs luge which is always weird to watch you feel like you're seeing something obscene i'm not
1: familiar with that
0: it's like two dudes on one of those little sleds
1: the physics of this interests me how do they fit
0: they kind of lay on top of each other i see you do feel like you're seeing something that is uh, private and intimate between.
1: <laughs> well, if they win a medal, it probably was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's always kind of wild to watch that one, I will say. But, yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a wrap.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been a, a very good Olympic so far. And I don't know, at this point, I expected the Tiger to be the dominant Animal mascot, but pooh Kun yeah. made a really strong showing today. <laughs>
0: Poo Kun, he's saying, is is in the uh, kind of with the Japanese kind of conju- conjugation. Did structure we actually explain
1: about- this? Oh, we wait, didn't really did- go into it. We just kind wait, of used, we, we talked wait. about them throwing the Winnie the Pooh bears. Yeah. We didn't really go in details on the uh, Japanese honorific. Yeah, uh, that's what it is. So Winnie the Pooh, but referring to him as Poo with one of the honorifics. Uh, of the Japanese language, which I yeah. think is very cute.
0: Yes. So, what what does kun connotate? Because I know san is like teacher or something like that. Uh, kun
1: is more like a, a junior, someone okay. uh, younger than you, or someone that you're uh, affectionate
0: towards. Okay. Um. So, pu-kun is very uh, appropriate. Yeah, it, because- it's...
1: Yeah, it's an informal and, I mean, I'm not an expert disclaimer. Like, yeah. anime taught me nothing about actual Japanese <laughs> language. But, like, uh, it, it's an informal, affectionate, uh, somewhat junior, like, not a sort of Mr. or Mrs., but, like, a sort of yeah. on the or lower level honorific.
0: Okay. So, yeah, so when we say kun that's... Poo-senpai! Notice me! <laughs> All right. I think we're gonna wrap. All right. And next time Sarah will be with us or I'll call her out again. <laughs> uh, thanks oh, okay. For, <laughs> thanks for listening. We'll we'll talk to you later.